Getting some Lindbergs the other night, Andy, and uh, called in my order. Pretty typical, just a couple sandwiches. I think the old lady got a BLT. I got the barbecue burger, oh, which I had never had before. Pretty tasty. A sandwich, eh? Yeah. You call that a sandwich? Okay. No, it's just, I'm just saying it's, it. it's all stuff on bun. You know, yeah. they, they, you know, they're it, it. It's mostly the same. Got some fried mushrooms, one of those. I know that they normally come with that little cup of ranch. I don't know if we covered this on the show, one of the two times that we covered Lindbergh's Tavern, but they have some of the best homemade ranch uh-huh. in town. It's just fantastic. Yep. It's really good. It's good ranch. Colin, I say, I, w- I want some extra ranch, you know? Mm-hmm. We got these fries. We got these mushrooms. The ranch is really good. I like dipping ranch. I get it. Fatty, fatty two by four can't <laughs> fit through the kitchen door. <laughs> but it's fine. You don't have to judge me for wanting a little ranch with my fries. So you know they respond. I say, can I get a couple things of ranch? She's like, oh, you did, uh, two things of ranch. Got it. Yeah. Walk in there. It's ranch. It's the bane of my existence, Andy. Yeah. Person at the counter says, I did, uh, got a calling order. Yeah. Who's it for? Daniel. Oh, Daniel. Make sure you get those two ranches <laughs> in this guy's order. They're shouting back to the kitchen. Person comes out with my order. And they come out with uh, two soup containers filled halfway with ranch. Uh, holds them up about neck level, you know, above the bar. <laughs> Showing me that I'm going to be receiving these two things of ranch. Two, two ranch for Daniel. Yep. Uh, proceeds to explain to me that because they're in these specially packaged containers just for me, <laughs> that they may tip over and spill. They're uh. not like the regular containers. So these have the possibility of spilling. So they put a couple rubber bands around them there for me. Did he me. start this by saying, listen, you fat hog. <laughs> They basically did, Andy. That's that's what I'm getting to. I, uh, I, I, I surely I'm not the only person who's experienced this form of hatred. <laughs> but it, it 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 didn't feel great, Lindbergh's Tavern. But boy, was that ranch good. And we put some in the uh, refrigerator. That whole second helping of ranch. Uh, and then we're 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 still working on that, Andy. Would you say that experience was worth it? To get that extra ranch or no? No, no, not it at all. Wasn't? No, no, not not asking for the extra ranch at Lindbergh's any longer. Don't don't want to be put through the struggle. We also speculated that you know maybe the they were just out of the little plastic cups. That's also a possibility. Could be. But they haven't been out of the plastic cups before, and they gave me two soup containers ranch <laughs> and told the whole bar, <laughs> hey. Uh, big fat guy here's getting <laughs> getting two big things of ranch, and actually we're we're gonna need a whole second plastic bag just to carry these two things of ranch. So, uh, so you think it would have been different if uh, if someone like me walked in there, asked for the two ranches? Um, 
think that looked at me and been like, really? Mm, you sure it, about that? It definitely. I think it could be different. I think I think you probably would still get some judgment passed because I it, you know it starts on the phone. It starts mm. the second that you're ordering ranch, and all of a sudden they think I'm some big white pickup truck and. <laughs> Uh, I am big and white. <laughs> and I used to have a pickup truck, but never have I had a big white pickup truck, mind you. Yeah. Uh, uh, just some uh, some uh, 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 people of Walmart type, uh, which, by the way, wonderful website. Just absolutely fantastic. We we love uh, uh, when uh, classism. It is really incredible that such a huge company has such a terrible website. It's really bad. Walmart.com? Yeah. Oh, I was talking of people of about people of Walmart. Oh, I don't com. know that. I was talking about It's uh, an old I like Tumblr. Yeah, I don't know about it's this. bad. I was talking about Walmart's website. Uh, and this you it, know, it is bad. I this agree. wasn't on the docket today, but sure. I mean I, I really Should I add it to the docket? Yeah, it's not. You can, can add that to second? the docket, please. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Walmart I did look down at my phone like website. I was going to add it to the docket. Yeah. <laughs> As if we share There's, some document. There is no docket. <laughs> <There's> no, no. <laughs> there has not been an outline for an episode in quite some time. Yeah, you know. I like that we make our own individual outlines and then figure out if they're going to conflict on air. <laughs> uh, yeah, we used to really take no, or I would structure the episodes mm-hmm. like okay we're going to talk about this item and then this item and this item now it just comes Not natural anymore. yeah no it really doesn't but <laughs> we also just stop caring well which okay. was clear by last week's episode where we had the guests <laughs> talk about all of their food and then just take a 40 minute sabbatical on yeah. talking about food which turned out to be kind of a blessing yeah <laughs> <laughs> well then the walmart website is a uh, very clunky and i mm. i have very mixed feelings about walmart i kind of think you know it's bad for all the reasons everyone says sure. it's bad, but also I really admire the infrastructure mm-hmm. of it. Just the fact that uh, being able to distribute food and goods throughout mm. yeah. our, you know, our nation yeah. uh, is pretty incredible. I like the, that museum too. Yeah, it is a great museum. Although, yeah. I mean, that's you know, that's I'd, someone an owner. I trade them though. You're talking about Crystal Bridges. Did you, have you been mm-hmm. there? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Just one time. It's, it's wonderful. It's, it's what it's a great fantastic. place. Yeah. Arkansas. Really, really great museum and like the perfect size to where you can really get it mm-hmm. all in and like admire a lot of pieces. Uh, the only other comparison I even have is like the Chicago Museum yeah. of Modern Art. The only other one I've mm-hmm. really been to an art museum and it's it's too much. I'm not going to art museum brag. I've been to some big ones, Whoa, wow. but uh, it's one of the best ones. Uh-huh. It's great. It's, it's one, a great it's one. Fantastic. Yeah. You know, the only, the only thing Walmart is money. you're just you're just a little too close to Oklahoma when you're there, you know? <laughs> Aren't we closer to Oklahoma right now? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Is that further west? I, I have no clue. I Oklahoma don't know either. Oklahoma's certainly not below Missouri. Well, if I'm in Missouri... <laughs> By below, I mean south. Of. Honestly, <laughs> let's be honest here. Yeah. Arkansas probably better than Missouri. <laughs> uh, it's certainly Prettier, scenic. warmer. Uh-huh. Would have defended Missouri against Arkansas uh, up until, you know the last four or five mm-hmm. years of my life, something yeah. like that. Nah, Arkansas Does, better. doesn't have as great a reputation maybe as Missouri, but uh, at least oh. gets brought up as a punchline as a southern place. But Missouri, you know, you just don't even... No, I you, think... You don't even get brought up. I think Missouri's reputation is is destroyed. Mm. Media has... I mean, media, meaning like fictional representations of Missouri sure. has absolutely destroyed oh, it. Oh, yeah. And yeah, rightfully truly. so. Truly. Uh, it's more like brought things to light that people didn't know about. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> well, you know, the, the people think of the St. Louis Cardinals. And yeah. that, that's We've, like one of the few good things. You got St. Louis. You got the city that's named after the other state. Yeah. And uh, then the rest of it is just, oh, now come on down now, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they think of us, Andy. And Oklahoma, Dan. Uh-huh. You and I yeah. have bonded over our pure hatred uh-huh. and spite for the state of Oklahoma. One of the only things pure about me <laughs> is my white Did hot, you know, Dan? And look, we're going to talk about the topic that nobody wants to hear about anymore, but it's on all of our minds all the time. Sure. And I've got a story, and this will help lead into it. Arkansas has got some of the lowest COVID numbers in the nation, Dan. Did you know this? <laughs> I didn't it know is this. true. Wow. Yeah. They're one of the few uh, places it's relatively safe to enter and exit. Mm. And uh, I'm pretty sure it's because people there already had no reason to leave home. You walk outside, the inside your house is the most beautiful thing you're going to see. You walk out there and you're, you're looking at Oklahoma. Mm. So I would stay in too. It'd be real easy to stay in, sure. in Oklahoma. I don't blame anybody, anybody else for having a hard time, anywhere else having a hard time staying in. Yeah. But you're in Oklahoma. Yeah. I mean... It's awful. You're no. in hell. No, yeah. All we, the time. We, we've litigated this on the show before. We've litigated it on a Are You There pod, mm-hmm. uh, where famously I brought up that uh, if your best band is uh, the Flaming Lips, it means your state sucks. What's Missouri's best band? I mean, there's a bunch of good ones. Oh, there's so many good ones. Uh, Tina Turner. Mm. Right there. That's I mean, a band. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Chuck Berry, but, you know, yep. there's as far as an, an artist, uh-huh. uh, one of the best. Yeah. I was just listening to a bunch of Chuck Berry, actually, when I was making oh, the sure. College Street Cafe bio section. Yeah, yeah. Great bio section, by the way. We really didn't have the chance that. to get into it on the show it's because okay. the guests had not listened to it right. because I didn't send it to them. Yeah. But uh, it was really good. I was really Thanks. impressed by it. I want to get back to that. Epi- well, we will sure. get back well, to that we'll, episode we'll, because yeah. it's mm. the story for the ages. because yeah, everybody wants to hear about yeah. it. <laughs> But Chuck Berry, you were saying how you're a uh, big admirer <laughs> of his personal life and uh, um, proclivities. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was. Just think he's a model, a model citizen. Yeah, uh, in every way. Uh-huh. Uh, Love the songs, multiple songs named after women's ages, uh-huh. uh, young ages. Uh-huh. <laughs> just use that as a way of life for me. This is not true. None of it. <laughs> it's he's- me, your cousin, Marvin, Marvin Berry. I, they're singing a song about a 14-year-old. In <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> you got to catch this sound. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, we were talking about the, the best band out of Missouri. I mean, I love some of those you, Boris Yeltsin, Dan. Oh, yeah. like they're, a fan, they're an awesome band. They're my so favorite good. band out of, out of the city, certainly. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Great. Ouch. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I like them way more than my band. <laughs> <laughs> They're up against Tina Turner in and Springfield. Chuck Berry. No, yeah. no. I said, yeah, the the best band. Oh, you were saying ouch, right? Because okay. you have a band. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, Sorry, it's okay. <laughs> it was really nice today having people legitimately send us their uh, their Spotify stuff, and I had a lot of people send to me like that. My band showed up in their their Spotify. Oh, really? That's up. awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. I'd say a lot. It was like four or five, and I'm dating one of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's nice. That is nice. I wonder if our podcast showed oh, up in anybody. It sure Spotify did. Wrap Dan. Up. Did you not see people it, tweeting at us today? No, I didn't. I know uh, Kyle Burbank, uh, who's a Power Club member. Mm. Maybe I should absolutely bleep his last name. Probably not. It's okay. <laughs> no, no, it's on Twitter. KB. Yeah, uh, tweeted that this was one of his most listened to, and uh. Stevie E. 
Oh. Tweeted that he uh, he had a binge. You know, it'll show you the binge. I think he did four or five episodes in a day. Wow. Why? I don't know. I, I Surely it was a long nap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan. Um, I got COVID tested today. Mm. First time ever. Wow. Uh, that's right. <laughs> been been living dangerously. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> for the past yeah. nine months. I mean, I had no reason to really suspect. I guess we did have we did have one kind of run in with the show, but it was so unlikely that it was we yeah. did we did I didn't get tested. Yeah. And it turned out to be okay because that person didn't have it, et cetera, et cetera. Whatever. Um not that fun, Dan. <laughs> that is seems to be the consensus. Yeah. Um I teared up when they put the thing in my nose and she did a good job. She did real gentle. It's just mm-hmm. uh, your nose is made to uh resist Things going up there mm-hmm. um, did not feel great. It was a rapid test, though. 15 minutes, just sat there. She's like, this is going to be the longest 15 minutes of your life. And I was like, <laughs> let me show you uh, how phones work. <laughs> I haven't had a waiting period that I didn't thoroughly enjoy in years. <laughs> longest 15 minutes of my life. I host a re- uh, podcast about <laughs> restaurants, lady. So <laughs> I probably could have made that last thing I said much funnier if I'd have thought about it ahead of time. But you know, um, yeah, Dan, negative for COVID. Wow. Just just had a cold. Mm. Just had a cold. It is that time of the year. It unfortunately. really Unfortunately, I mean, I I had not been sick this year. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I did have uh, surgery. Yeah, and was. Uh, you know, home on my own, and so you I'm pretty much sick. I've had four four weeks this year where I was actually working directly with children. Wow! And even in that time, I don't think I got sick. Pretty sure I didn't. And since then, it's just been either in my classroom by myself or here with you and whoever's here with us, and been very safe. I think I've been generally very safe. Hmm. I don't know. That, on that test, did uh, did you cry when they slapped you in the keister at the end? <laughs> no. No, that was just me then. <laughs> no, I went. Ooh, <laughs> I think you're, it's just to elicit some response. So now that works too. Uh, it's part of the test. Well, I was like, I did it through the, the school system, and like the nurse just had a mask on. Like, I feel like she should have had more yeah. PPE and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, I kind of felt bad for having to do that job. You're just talking to me like normal and everything. I don't know. They probably know better than I do. I mean. Certainly, yeah. But I, I I would be uh, masked to the nines, Andy. <laughs> where I sticking something up your nose? Yeah, I mean that would just be in a normal time. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I I would love some cellophane on me right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are in our brand new. We're in the Lurvy oh, Lounge. My goodness, recording in the Lurvy sure Lounge are, for folks. the first time. Our new indoor socially mm-hmm. distanced yep. podcast situation. Yeah, I mean, and, um, the studio works perfectly fine, but it, situation. Yeah. Uh, We're in a socially distant studio situation uh-huh. now. The Lurvy Lounge, and uh, you might be getting a little street noise because we're pretty close to the to the street. And I mean, so canonically, is is this within Vic Lurvy Park, but yeah. surrounded by walls? Mm-hmm. Okay, no, 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 it's a bubble, Dan. Oh, it's a bubble. Speaking yeah. of the flaming lips, uh-huh. wow. Ours is, uh, you know, cubic. Mm-hmm. Not spherical. That I, you know, I would love to start a band and, in lieu of writing any good songs, <laughs> just to like get in a bubble and <laughs> jump around. That is bus. slightly uh, harsh. I, I, I know. No, no, I, I know. No, no, that's Dan, they wrote a few good songs uh-huh. fifteen years ago. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, 
Truck 20. <laughs> it's, it's been a minute. I, 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 I get it, folks. I would go see them. Oh, I've seen them a couple times. I don't it's want to Flaming Lips stands. go to see them. They played no. at festivals. I just want to make it clear. Mm-hmm. They, they did play at one festival that I went to, but they played against those Smashing Pumpkins, mm. Andy, and Danny don't miss the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Danny don't miss those Smashing Pumpkins. No. I haven't listened to that new album. I haven't either. But, uh, one song on it was really good, though. It's pretty long. Yeah. It's a little long. Yeah. Give me nine songs. Yeah. It's like, you already made a real long one, and it was great. Honestly, like it was fantastic. Uh, still a little long, even. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I don't know that you, that you don't got to swing for the fences twice. <laughs> <laughs> how, how many albums do they have now that like are supposed to have a part two that will never come out? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where Caradan. Mm, Not even a little. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. So we got the Grotto episode and College Street to talk about, Oh, Dan. goodness. I forgot about talking about the episode. Yeah, the Grotto. Great app. Was it? I don't remember. What, what happened on it? <laughs> I, have I, I don't know. No idea, Andy. <laughs> Was there a guest? Did we have a guest even? No, and I, I am so. sorry to that guest. We didn't. If we did. Uh, no, Steve Recorder was, uh, is apparently listening to it right now and, and mm-hmm. was texting me his thoughts. Uh, to probably not far enough in to realize that the thing that he told me I should order in his <laughs> text, I did order and did not like. But uh, man, it just a uh, great episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Truly, I, I uh, oh yeah, we did the uh, wonderful Thanksgiving draft at the end oh, of that episode. That's right. Now I remember. So okay, if it wasn't clear, uh, <laughs> what happened was Dan planned this out, this Thanksgiving draft segment. Yeah. And then asked me a question. Yeah. It's like, how do I want to approach this certain aspect? And I sent him a reply mm-hmm. that he did not receive. Yeah, been happening yeah. lately. We, you know, we, uh, I, I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Nook over there at Apple <laughs> is just uh, is screwy with it. And the same thing happened with uh, last week's guest, Johnny, oh. and I in a text conversation about the show. Uh, apparently, I had sent something that they never received. Mm-hmm. So it, it's 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 kind of a crapshoot lately. We were communicating through Instagram for a while, but I, I like playing it fast and loose. And every once in a while, something falls through the cracks. Yeah, episode almost gets ruined. It's, yeah, makes the hairs on the back of your neck stand up. So I just wanted to check and see if Dan had any thoughts in response to what I said, mm-hmm. and then I said or not. Uh-huh. But. Dan I just, just got or not. Yeah, Dan just thought I was <laughs> dismissing what he said yep. altogether. Yeah, yeah. without uh, providing any alternative. And then <laughs> I tanked the segment <laughs> because, because I didn't know. <laughs> I just didn't know what we were going to do. And I was like, do I prep or not prep? Do I, I don't know what the parameters are. Yeah. So I just tanked it. And I'm sorry about that. Dan. No, I've I apologized. Mean, truly, we, we, already, we talked about this over text and uh, the segment was tanked already. <laughs> it was a bad segment. Uh, forgot to mention this on that episode, but you, you literally said <laughs> it was... <laughs> I asked if we should do it for a Tower Club episode, and you said, sounds more like main feed material. <laughs> Does it? And, uh, Did I say that? We really found out that it was not. <laughs> well, no. That's because the Tower Club are the good episodes. Oh, yes. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. Canonically, these are the really good ones that we plan a lot for. Uh, but yeah, no, I, you know, I, I still had fun on that episode. Uh, 
didn't feel great about it leaving the yeah. studio, but listening back, it's pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> cla- the classic spring food and scenario. You may notice that we are not hearing dings right now, mm-hmm. even though yes. I'm almost certainly getting tons of group text messages wow. because it never stops. So popular. It never stops. Uh-huh. So here's the thing, Dan. In Oregon, mm-hmm. people are actually locked down. And because mm. they're inside, they just group text all day. Yep. And I love sense. it. It's awesome. But sometimes I'm like, I just, I really just mm. want to spend this next 30 minutes watching Netflix and falling asleep. Yeah. And I can't do that. I just put on Do Not Disturb. I, yeah, yeah. I hate re- what, responding but, to texts while I'm trying to watch stuff. Yeah. Oh, I put my phone in the other room. Oh, goodness, Andy. I just... I just, I just don't know. Yeah, Dan. This is a struggle of our times. <laughs> do you text or TV? Uh-huh. A lot of people do both, and I just can't do it. I, the, I need to give my full att- attention to whatever mm-hmm. I'm watching. Well, yeah, uh, I think that that was a good idea Quibi had, was uh, making it to where you can only watch things on your phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, because famously, people are not constantly looking at their phone while consuming whatever media yeah. they, they, they want. So uh, <laughs> how's Quibi doing, by the way? <laughs> I think it closed today, right? Was today yeah, the last day I think, of Quibi? I think it was the first as of that you uh, can no longer yeah. Quibi. And uh, I'm sure all their media has been sold off to Go90 or something. <laughs> I'm 90. sure that you can watch it on 9Gag or yeah. Crackle. <laughs> What's 9Gag? I don't know. It's probably not even a video service. It's Ooh. certainly defunct, though. Boy. <laughs> I shudder to think <laughs> what that is. All right, Dan. Uh, Called Street Cafe. Wow. Um, I'm I'm over it, but I was very upset that this episode went down the way it did. Yeah. Not because of the, I mean technical issues are part of it, but it's true. Sure. I was so excited to cover this place. Oh, me too. I mean, it is. I don't know if it's top five, but it's probably top ten restaurants in town for me. It's my favorite burger in town. I think I agree with you. Though I am, I have shifted from being a burger person to a chicken sandwich person. I know back in our chicken sandwich. Uh, Deathmatch, mm-hmm. or our, yeah, that's what it was called, right? Uh, absolutely, they're Chicken all death deathmatch. Yeah. We got another deathmatch in the works, maybe at <laughs> some point. <laughs> I mean, can, we did talk about it. And, if we uh, can pull just, it off, just didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I love this restaurant, Dan. I love College Street Cafe. I think it's very cool. Uh, I haven't had a single thing there that I didn't think was good, and most of it is absolutely great. Yeah. And I got sick on Saturday. About halfway through Saturday, the snot started just pouring down. Yeah. Uh, my face. <laughs> it was gross. It was, yeah. And I was like, well, maybe it's this. I'm wearing the shirt. I don't want to talk about the shirt, whatever. But sure. I got this shirt in the mail. It's a new sweatshirt. And I was so excited that I, I ripped open the pack and just put it on. And I was like, and then I started, uh, you know, having cold symptoms. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe, maybe I'm allergic to something. In the shirt since I didn't wash oh, it. Oh, you did mention something yeah. about getting a new sweater. And then I um, washed the shirt. I uh-huh. washed the shirt, took a shower, and it was, still felt terrible. Yeah. It's like, nope, I'm definitely sick. Boy, oh boy. And so you and I spent how long was it? Hour, two hours that night yeah. trying to figure out a remote recording situation? Pro- I'd say about 90 minutes. And by you and I. <laughs> I mean, like, look, I, I did have to turn the computer on and give access well, to you. Your role was more <laughs> annoying because I'd been in your role being the person watching the other person work. I would so much mm-hmm. rather be the active person yeah. than the watcher in any situation. Oh, wait till you're in the role where you're watching two producers work. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um. Yeah, so we could not come to a solution that night. We d- couldn't figure out, which is weird because we recorded remote for 
a month and a half, two months before mm-hmm. and didn't have any issues, but yep. we've got some equipment. You've got some new equipment. Yep. Whatever. We don't and need we, to get into we, the technical side of it. we had an additional it. guest. Yeah. You know, had it just been uh, myself and one other person, you know, that, that it would have been the way we probably could have done it yep. without the uh, assistance of a, another producer. Mm-hmm. But uh, nothing was working on either of the computers that I had access to, there was a possibility I could make it work on the desktop computer that is in my bedroom yeah. where my girlfriend was sleeping for the duration of the episode recording. <laughs> so that would not have worked. Yeah. Okay. So we spent, we'll say 90 minutes mm-hmm. uh, Saturday night yeah. before the recording. Recording was set to start at 11. Uh-huh. I think we, you and I got back on Zoom about 9.30, 9.45, something like that. Does that seem right? Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. Continued trying other solutions, none of which were working. Mm-hmm. We finally, uh, I think you said, I think Justin's waking up. Yep. Uh, or that I'm was pretty go early. It was like yeah. 10.50. Yeah. And, uh, now, our guests were slated yeah. to arrive at 11, uh-huh. and they did, it seemed like. I think they arrived a little later, but I told them that yeah. we were dealing with some technical issues before we even had decided that we were going to have to do it with yeah. Justin's assistance. And so we did not start recording until noon a little bit afternoon yeah Yeah, so it it was close to two and a half hours of troubleshooting before we even started recording yeah there was a little gap i think it was probably 11 15 before i was able to get to the the computer and 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 justin have it up and running uh but then yeah definitely an additional 45 minutes of of you and him collaborating on on how to to make things sound or work at all it is really hard because a recording software, all of it is okay. So each type of software functions differently. It sure does. And so many of them can be used in so many different ways. Uh-huh. And everyone has a different workflow. Yeah. Like trying to get on the same page with another person is almost impossible. Oh, yeah. I imagine if he and I were in person, we probably could have fi- communicated about it. But I couldn't even see him. Sure. That was part of it, too. I could just see whatever. Well, his computer uh, does not have a webcam on yeah. it and that's right folks we recorded it at my house not mm-hmm. the tower uh it's a tower club exclusive no it's not i said it so many times on the episode that it wasn't well, at the tower that was accidental <laughs> you did too <laughs> you were trying to allude to the fact that we're in the park i just Dan thought we had agreed and i to a specific <laughs> date when we were going to go back to the tower oh. all bets are off the table whenever <laughs> d1 starts baby <laughs> Yeah, uh, Justin's computer did not have a webcam on yeah. it, so we re- it resulted in us oh. using a, uh, I think, 10 to 15-year-old yeah. Kodak webcam that I bought for $15 on clearance at Kmart whenever I worked there a decade ago. <laughs> so it was already old enough to be on yeah. clearance whenever I bought it. It was already bad when I bought it. Uh, the image quality very poor oh so bad the audio quality maybe even more so well what you were so there were audio from three different devices there sure are on that episode so i was at home and my uh, my audio was as clear as it has ever been because i was the only great. person in the room yours and johnny sounded very good also it sounded great yeah. and i i think uh during the whenever we initially broke down and you had to chime in there you said uh things may not sound as clear as they normally do and uh, I think they absolutely did, yeah, at least did. to a layman's oh. ears. I, I know that you, uh, you, you're you a little more fine-tuned. Well, that your, is because I went sense. back and tweaked it until, oh, really? I don't know, 9 p.m. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. it sounded really good. <laughs> um, 
No, I, yeah. Uh, well, it went really well. Uh-huh. And then Dan sent me the files. And this part was nobody's fault, but the files were like compressed. Yeah. You know, if you've ever seen a waveform, a sound file, mm. whenever we record, we wanted to go all the way, pretty much to, to have the, the, the loudest parts go all the way up to the top. Sure. These were like, uh, the, they peaked at about negative 15 decibels. Little guys. And we want them to peak at about zero. We want mm. them, I want the loudest parts to, to go a little bit over, to go in the red sure. a little bit. That's for Steve Udley, who I know is an <laughs> audio guy, who I've never met, I don't yeah. think. But hi, And Steve. you might not ever meet. <laughs> she probably not. Probably no. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I had to work a bunch, do a bunch of magic stuff on those because they all talk at different volumes. Sure. All of them have, their volumes are boosted by like decimals. Mm. Like it, uh, Johnny's was like 13.7 decimals. Mm. And uh, uh, Chris's was like 11.3 decim- decimals. Sure. I said decimal decibels 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 yeah decimals are the points mm-hmm. decibels are the uh, level of volume anyway then found out that you know I was editing <laughs> I got these levels all set that I was yeah. happy with after a couple you know a little while and uh, found out that Chris's mic cut out about yeah. two about a third of the way in yep. thirty three minutes um, thankfully just a nightmare after they had covered I think all the food that they yeah. Ate. Uh, I was um very frustrated because <laughs> it had already been a long, frustrating day. And it's already not the easiest episode to edit because when we have guests, oh, yeah. we have guests that aren't semi-professional public speakers like we are. Wow. I make them sound good, Dan. Mm-hmm. I, I cut out pauses. I cut out sure. ums and uhs. I've stopped cutting out ours almost entirely. But I do that, you know? Whenever we have people on, I want to make them sound as good as I can. You were and cutting also, out ours whenever uh, we had that pirate on. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Our, yeah. yeah, I get it. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, what, what I'm saying, Dan, is like, <laughs> I, I worked 11 hours uh-huh. on Sunday on that episode to make it sound, it's the worst sounding episode we've ever released. And uh, it took 11 hours of work to get it to that point. So um, <laughs> you're welcome, listeners. And I'm happy I did it. What I'm, it's done. I was frustrated at night, and now it's finished. So yeah, I mean, just a couple of the texts I received from you. Uh, you just don't don't say the cuss <laughs> words. Just like you you can muffle them or whatever. I, I will not say the cuss words. Uh, I, Chris's I, mic stopped recording about halfway through. We're effed. <laughs> it Those was a separate tech. I want to yeah. know that like my conclusion was like seven minutes later or something. Oh, yeah. Well, and it, it would ebb and flow. You would be like, uh, can you see if he has like the original files? And then you would go back to uh, it will sound like S, but at least it'll be audible, <laughs> which Andy, I mean, let me just say right now, I commend you for how great you oh, made that sound. I EQ'd. Uh, I EQ'd those uh, the Zoom vocals like crazy. Yeah, like it I took mean, a ton of work to make them sound as bad re- as they did. Maybe the worst possible re- audio recording device that you could have been given. Yeah. Uh, and taking <laughs> all three of our voices were going into that. Mm-hmm. That's how you were listening to us. So truly, uh, oh, quite the feat. I had to line up. Yeah. all of our vocals. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, it sounds it sounds real hard. Uh, I'm not sure where you were at whenever you said this is a nightmare. Uh, <laughs> we should have just rescheduled, unlocked a Tower Club app, and released the real app on Friday. 
And you said, we still can. And I said, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, because, you know, it is fan simber mm-hmm. and uh, being fans, they do anything to get back in the studio with us. Yeah. They'd record a second episode. They'd record a third and well, fourth episode just for us to trash them. It turns out whenever you make a big stink about how uh-huh. cowards go dark. Yeah. Suddenly, when that's the most practical solution, uh-huh. you don't want to seem like a big idiot. <laughs> yeah. And so that is what was driving me. <laughs> the other solution, I could have just recorded the episode solo, but mm-hmm. uh, that probably wouldn't have. Uh, no, no, no. That comes you know. back to it being uh, like a place that I've been pushing for forever mm. or even putting off forever because I sure. loved it so much. You know, we try not to. We got to the point where we've been doing it so long and we try not to burn oh, off yeah. the good ones, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think had it been a. A different place, maybe maybe that would have yeah. been a part of the solution. But uh, yeah, no, you have been talking to or, me personally yeah. for a long time about how right. College Street has your absolute favorite burger. Right, I've been on and just a producerial role and just chimed in every now and again. But I wanted in on that episode. I also really liked the band. Like I wanted to like meet those people yes. too. Yeah, that's like yeah. one of the pleasures of doing the show is like meeting people who are cool and do cool things. And we've already done this via text. But Chris and Johnny, who are not Tower Club subscribers. If any of our lovely Tower Club subscribers sees them in the streets, please tell them to come back on Spring Food Mo. And uh, uh, this is me formally extending another invitation to them to come back on for a non-screwy episode. Uh, not not only did it not have the quality that they deserve as a couple fantastic guests, but uh, I, I just like them. I think they got a lot of fun stuff to say. Yeah, Chris had a good voice, too. Yeah, uh, and it's unfortunate. <laughs> they both had good voices, uh-huh. and they were very well spoken. Yeah, uh, it's a shame it went down like it did. Yeah. Anyway, a part of me has come back around to being proud of how how good it sounded given the circumstances. Oh my! And goodness. I'm proud of the work that I did. I, it is. I mean, I have an ego about it, but like realistically, I'm doing this at a professional level. I really no, am. No, I like, think you definitely sh- are. I wish I could do it for a living, like mm-hmm. get paid to actually do this production side of it yeah i don't know if i've got the talking part though i i can talk sure i don't know if like i'm good enough to do that but i can absolutely do this as a professional andy i i truly commend you i i can't imagine what it sounded like before i mean it would have been unlistenable but before you you worked your magic on that and as somebody who is not an auto audio quality stickler who does listen to some podcasts with some very poor audio quality and really doesn't mm. care oh. all that much. Certainly not as much as you do, buddy. I don't care either. When I listen to other shows, podcasts from Springfield just did an episode that was zoom audio and I loved it. Oh, I'm not talking about local shows, no, no, no. but I'm talking about shows full stop. Me whenever a oh. big show does sound like garbage yeah, yeah, a la yeah. Doughboys yeah. and uh, <laughs> tell me that you can do it better. <laughs> well, <laughs> it shouldn't sound this bad for yes. how much money they're making. <laughs> yes, that's that's part yeah. of it too. No, for sure. <laughs> they're making uh, $30,000 a month. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, more than that probably. Yeah. And uh, We're probably it sounds that way. <laughs> hitting about and, and I'm negative $6,000 total. Oh, yeah. Something like definitely. that. Oh, oh absolutely. <laughs> Like, I spent more money on new cords and cables so that we could record safely yeah. with guests today mm-hmm. than we will make this month. Yeah. So, oh, I, 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 was, I was just listening to uh, the Doughboys 2017 uh, Nugget Power Hour uh-huh. uh, for the first time since I had listened to it the first time. Yeah, sure. That's how you say things. And uh, I, I it, it was in an era of the Doughboys where they were really talking about how much they hate doing it. And yeah. uh, while I certainly don't hate doing 
this. Yeah. Uh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and they are to reiterate making money. <laughs> yeah. A crazy amount of money. Yeah. Like <laughs> way better than a living wage. Yeah. I think the double it maybe just started at this point. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it is. Uh, <laughs> I've noticed that their, their ending date keeps creeping further and further into the future. Yeah. And if I kept making more and more money on Patreon, my ending date would also keep creeping into oh, the future. On that nugget power hour, at the end of it, they literally say, we will not go for another 100 episodes because it was their 100th episode. Uh-huh. And I think they are on episode 290 now, uh-huh. not including doubles. So uh, anyway, man, love the Doughboys. I love if you're that a show. Power Club they deserve, episode like, they listener, earned the money. And you don't listen to the Doughboys. Please, yeah. d- do yourself a favor. Uh, just don't listen to it with the yeah. kids or your parents. And I'm like, I, I want to make it clear that, like, sorry, <clears throat> I'm not editing anything. You're just going to hear sure. me cough. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm a professional. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> now there's a bar for quality that, uh, sound wise, we really yeah, can't go we below, can't go below it, it unless lower. we just really brick one. So um, <laughs> I don't like think that I deserve to make more money or anything. Oh, no. I really enjoy doing it. Uh, it's not coming from that place at all. No, I, I think they're I'm just saying, yeah. I would certainly enjoy making more. <laughs> I don't I, like feel entitled to it or anything. I would like to make exactly $1 a month after we've paid for all our meals here. Um, and then still, that fits in with the analogous between us and yeah. Doughboys. Uh, they make $30,000 a month. They are 30,000 times funnier than us. <laughs> uh, and their show is probably 30,000 times better. So, uh, or at least I don't know about a couple that, times. That high. Yeah. I really like our show. <laughs> Yeah, me too. That's a good one. I was just talking to um, oh man, I need to respond to him. Actually, I was talking to Tim, who's a Tower mm. Club member, and uh, Tim Carr. How <laughs> no, you doing, bud? No, no not Tim Carr. <laughs> Big Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> you just picture your dad so laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Big Timmy is so funny. Oh, Big Timmy, that is a new canonical nickname for your father. <laughs> no. Tim mm. Rourke. I was, he, he was telling me that uh, you sent me a thing saying, oh, I'm listening to your album right now. I said, oh, thanks, man. And I was talking about like, I, it was in the context of like one of his favorite albums of the year. I was like, is it weird that it's like also my favorite album of the year? Oh, wow. <laughs> and I just like, I've, I don't know. I've just allowed myself to feel that. I love it. I think it's really good. I'm really proud of it. It is really good. I like our show too. It's probably in like my top 10 podcasts. I don't, it's not mm. number, it's not my number one. Like my album legitimately is my favorite album of the year. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, our podcast is in my top ten. I love our show, Dan. Yeah. Hey, I you know I was just culling some podcasts recently, uh, uh, removing some from the old app, and I can never bring myself to remove my own, Andy. <laughs> it, it, uh, it's it's always gonna be on there. Well, number one, we can't afford to lose the su- subscriber. Uh, but uh, it, I, you know, it's just it's just nice to see. I'm so proud of what we yeah. do here. Not to get too far up our own. Keisters, hey. as I said earlier in the show, and as a Tower pretty Club's PG all way about of saying our that. Keisters, man. Uh, your, I mean, the mainline episodes are becoming a lot about my Keister recently. <laughs> Speaking of Keister related, uh, let's talk about Taco Habitat. Wow, man. Andy, what a segue! Uh, we, I mean, I don't know, whatever. Mm. Taco Habitat owner, I'm going to take that again because Habitat mm. is a hard word to say, yeah. apparently. Taco Habitat owner Michael Phelps. 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 Well, uh, you know, since you screwed up again, let me just stop you down real quick. And uh, I know that 
later in the episode, you're probably going to talk about your new tattoos. And uh, I just got a new tattoo um, of a nun. Really? Um, yeah. Is this true? Uh, yeah, I got a habitat. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most worth it interlude I think we've ever had. Hey, they're getting better. It's pretty good. <laughs> well, yours are. <laughs> Taco Habitat owner Michael Feltz first announces South Glenstone alleged eco-friendly Americanized Mexican joint over two years ago in the summer of 2018. Since then, he's opened three other restaurants, Hot Cluckers and Bourbon and Beal, both of which we've covered on the show, as well as, actually, this isn't true, because I wrote this uh-huh. two months ago when we first had this yeah. on the docket to cover for a mainline episode. Uh, at the time, they were operating a Branson Taco Habitat page as if it was open. So I just assumed it was open. Yeah. So he's actually only opened two places since he first announced Taco Habitat. That's Hot Cluckers and Bourbon and Beal, both of which we covered on the show. Hot Cluckers, pretty good. We've talked about it twice. Yeah. Bourbon and Beal, we've talked about it uh, once. Bad. When good. Not good. No. Uh, who knows why it took so long? I mean, obviously, Michael Feltz knows. Perhaps it has something to do with the price tag on Taco Habitat's reconstituted storage container building. $2 million. Wow. Dan. That's a lot of money. He'd have to sell... 300,000 of his tacos to pay off that loan. Wow. Um, Michael Feltz, you know, also owns other restaurants. He also founded BYO Pizza, which he sold to uh, a member of the O'Reilly family. You know, BYO Pizza was a failing business that he Mm. sold to an O'Reilly family member who (laughs) ran it until it failed completely. I've gotten in guests that can maybe talk about their experience on BYO Pizza. Oh, interesting. Anyway, here in my, two weeks when they come on. Michael Feltz is the kind of guy who refers to cities as markets. Mm. Um, not that there's anything inherently wrong with that, but I don't know. Walmart neighborhood city? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that sounds like an idiot. <laughs> there's not a, lot of, not a lot of soul in this food, uh-huh. I think, is what one of our friends who works at another restaurant had to say about Hot Cluckers. And I think Hot Cluckers is by far my favorite of these ventures because oh, they, sure. they do have good chicken. And I, I agree. like the hot stuff, but... Who boy, Dan. I guess we should get into it. You tried breakfast. I tried dinner. I went wow. twice. I really regret going twice. I went once, got two things. Okay. All right, Dan. You got breakfast. Why don't you go first? Andy. Did I start with the good or the bad? What do you think? Is there a difference? Andy, I got the Southwest burrito. Mm-hmm. That's got egg, Spanish rice, black beans, chorizo, Pico de Gallo. I just wrote Pico, but I think I'd say the whole thing. <laughs> okay. Fresh jalapenos. It just says jalapenos, but they're fresh. Yeah. Bright green guys. Yep. Some green onions, cilantro, and Monterey Jack. I thought that this was all right, actually. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was Good. like uh, 625. It's a burrito cut in half real handy for uh travel which was nice because i ate it on my way to work this morning and um you know i just i enjoy a burrito with spanish rice in it the potatoes were no good um yeah the potato game across the board on his restaurants pretty bad i'd say that those fries at a uh, bourbon and beer are some of the Ugh. stupidest fries <laughs> I have ever had in yeah. my life. Uh, the potatoes in this were, you know, home fries, diced, uh, clearly frozen from a bag, which whatever. I mean, home fries, sometimes you get a better texture when you get them frozen from the bag. These were just like over fried, super 
chewy for potatoes. They reminded me of whenever you got like a Taco Bell spicy potato soft taco that had sat out too long, mm. which I know that you don't have the same point of reference probably, but uh, I like Taco Bell just fine. I just don't eat it a lot. Yeah. I like the potato taco too. It's great. R.I.P. It's gone. Yeah. R.I.P. Indeed. Yeah, this thought I thought it was all right. I like Spanish rice in my burrito. Thought there was a good amount of green onion Spanish in there. Spanish rice. What is that? Like it in my mouth hole. <laughs> Spanish <laughs> Spanish bombs by the Clash. <laughs> That's one of the stupidest uh, things I've ever said. Yeah, sure. Reserved only for the Tower <laughs> Club, folks. Um, thought the fresh jalapenos added a good amount of flavor. I did get one bite with too much of a chunk of it in there, which I didn't love. I honestly don't think that you should really put fresh jalapenos on anything at all unless you're going to dice them up small enough yeah. to where there's no potential to get a half or full jalapeno in there. Yeah. But truly, any, I mean, I... It wasn't great. The chorizo sure. wasn't like spicy or anything, it, but it also wasn't so greasy that it was like leaking out of the burrito. I could see if I lived near here, possibly grabbing this for a breakfast option. Hmm. Uh, didn't think the coffee okay. was great, unfortunately, but uh, I, I thought the rest of this was all right. Yeah. Did you have another thing or no? I did. Okay. Let me get in. Let me do my two tacos and then I'll then you do another one of yours and yeah, I'll finish and it. And I out. had a taco so that'll okay. that'll that'll flow well, Andy. I tried two wow. and I really wrote these up, Dan. I mean, I really I got a lot of notes on these. Yeah. First one, the outlaw. This is the first thing I ate, Dan. I don't say this lightly. Uh, this was disastrous. Mm-hmm. Uh, this place is about yeah, 10 minutes, 12 minutes from my house. Came directly out of the Rachel Ray bag and it was cold. Mm. Not I don't mean cold like where it was warm before and cooled down on the ride like it was cold like it came out of the fridge. Sure. It tasted like leftovers, which was sad because it looked good. Like it appeared pretty tasty. It did not taste good, though. Um, I was astounded at how flavorless the pork was. It had like a gooey coagulated texture. Ugh. The pineapples gave it a little sweetness, but even those were exceptionally Actually, mild. You know, I said, uh, that doesn't sound bad if it had a lovely porky flavor. Yeah, no. If you said like gooey coagulated pork and then you were like it had an awesome carnitas flavor. It didn't have much flavor at all, Dan. That's nice. that's kind of the issue at, all all over at this mm. place. Uh, there was some onion and cilantro, but some cilantro in there, but they didn't help. Pastor tacos, they're one of my favorite things in the world. Like pastor mm-hmm. is one of my favorite flavors. Yeah. And I truly could not imagine a version version of them this flavorless and boring and cold. A cold? How does that even happen? Having a a cold taco? Yeah, I don't I don't get it. That's because tough. The other one I tried, uh, El Diablo. Do you remember what hours you went during? Yeah, it was like four. Mm. Not eating time. I get like put it. They, most fast food is heated in a microwave. Sure. Like that is how yeah. fast food is made warm. I would have been fine with that. Just, don't give me a refrigerated cold taco. I think this That's was just insane. a leftover from the lunch. I have no idea. Under a heat lamp or something. I don't know. I don't know. They, they, they do say made fresh daily, not mm. made fresh to order. Say <laughs> so That's not what fresh means. <laughs> Honestly, only when it comes to donuts or pastries do I really yeah. want to hear that. I, I'm not concerned that my burger or taco is made yeah. fresh daily. No. El Diablo Even Wendy's makes them fresh <laughs> when you order them. <laughs> El Diablo is the other one I got. It's protein tossed in our signature Diablo sauce, grilled onions and peppers, jalapenos, Monterey Jack cheese, and pico de gallo. I ordered mine 
with grilled shrimp, damn it, they came breaded. Mm. Uh, they came breaded. They gave me breaded okay. shrimp. I ordered one and they gave me two, so that was nice. Turns out the Diablo sauce is not spicy, but it's really sweet. It's almost like a mild sauce of Taco Bell, but with less flavor. Um, the jalapenos did give it a little kick. They had those same fresh jalapenos, like the big roundies that you liked or that you didn't like that much. I, You know, I enjoy the taste of one. I just don't want to get too yeah. big of a chunk. The shrimp was breaded and fried with the same light, crispy breading of, as the chicken, which I, I will get to uh, in a little bit. They were good. Um, the chicken, I, the shrimp were good, I should say. I'd have preferred something more like a traditional seafood breading or a beer batter or something like that, but it had a nice flavor. Uh, the breading here reminds me quite a bit of the, uh, do you remember the civil breading? It's pretty light. I do, yeah. Pretty light, pretty Absolutely. crispy. These were all right. I mean, when you call something Diablo, though, I feel like the heat level should probably register higher than like a 2 out of 10. Sure. I mean, this was pretty much a 0 out of 10. Yeah. No, th- this was okay. It wasn't cold. It was like more room temp, like you wanted something seafood to be, you know, something like that. Um, bland. Bland. Mm. And I've kind of decided that my um, my policy is that bland food is bad food, Dan. Um, yeah, I get that. We've had a couple things where I could barely swallow it because the taste was actively unenjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, at least that's interesting. Uh, bland food is terrible, and we've had so much of it, and I hate it. Yeah, <laughs> I want to eat something good. I get that. Yep. Um, I'm sorry. Did you say what shell you had these on? Was it? Yes. Was, they give you a choice. I got a different shell for both of them. The outlaw was on. The uh, flour tortilla, mm. which is pretty big and pretty thick and had almost no flavor at all. The street corn was on a double-wrapped street taco corn tortilla. Okay. And it was so soggy that it barely existed. Mm. Um, that Part of that could have been the drive, but it also just didn't taste, had no taste Was it all. soggy, like falling apart? Was it falling through the bottom? Yeah. This one, okay. I couldn't pick it up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just ate, ate it with a fork. I should have mentioned that. Okay, tell me about your uh, taco. Andy, only other thing I got here besides a cup of black coffee, mm-hmm. which, you know, tasted all right. A little burnt, whatever. Got the bacon, egg, and cheese taco, Andy. Got that bad boy. On corn tortilla, because I knew the burrito was going to have flour. Thought it was just going to be one taco. Came with two of them. Yep. That happened, with, that happened with one of mine. It, it's a combo has two. Oh. You order them single or as a combo. The single is more expensive. The singles this isn't right, but the single is like three seventy five. Mm-hmm. The combo is like six twenty five. I ordered all, both of mine single, and they gave me two of one and one of the other. Was one of them like the classics? Because there's two sections on the taco menu too. One of them is like a little less involved, oh. and then the other has. A little more going that on. That may be. You may be right. This one on the menu. I mean, it was it, the price had it at like three fifty. I looked. I don't think I paid any more for mm-hmm. three fifty uh, than three fifty for the two of them. The street taco size, so perfectly fine. Description on the menu here, Andy: egg, bacon, cheese, taco. Regular turkey bacon with cilantro. Mm-hmm. Now I can confirm immediately, Andy. There was no cilantro on this. Yeah. Because there was nothing green on it. The cheese, I'm unsure of. Because I ate both of them. And I did not taste cheese. Yeah. But they assured me that there was cheese on there. Oh, I'll get to that. Like I said, I went with the corn. This corn tortilla needs uh, two tortillas. Like, I need 
two butts. Uh, one is enough, Andy. <laughs> they certainly weren't soggy, but I also pulled immediately out of the drive-thru, parked, and yeah. ate the taco. Brought the burrito to work yeah. to eat later. And held up all right. It wasn't super, it wasn't a whole lot longer, but uh, held up pretty well. So, as I said, missing cheese, missing cilantro. That's fine. You still got bacon. You got egg. You got the two shells, Andy. I I can't lie. This taco blew me away, Andy. Really? It absolutely blew me away. Whoa. Because I've never had a taco that tasted like nothing. <laughs> that it, sounds right. Truly, like, listeners know how like unrefined my palate is the ta- the eggs uh ventured on plasticky tasting mm-hmm. uh kind of pretty similar to traveler's house with my egg sandwich a couple weeks ago scrambled you know fine scrambled not wet or anything yeah. not dry uh mimicked the texture of the uh corn tortilla shells which also had zero flavor yeah me. how do they do it how I do they make stuff tell, with no flavor honestly I had to check the menu again because I thought maybe there was potato in it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, I'm tasting something. Couldn't even taste the bacon, Andy. The bacon provided some crispiness, a little like texture aside from the egg and tortilla sameness combo. But how they extracted the flavor from this bacon is beyond me. Yeah, I don't know. It, this is exactly the experience that I had. Like, I mean, what it, is going on with this? There was no sauce or anything on it, so I get that there's no like heat or extra flavor, yeah. but it just didn't taste like anything, Andy. Like I don't. I've had some bad things for the show, and this was just. I, maybe I'm biased because you had already been texting me about yeah. how they were bad, and I think we suspected that they weren't going to be great. But truly, I liked that burrito, Andy, Uh and I would probably get it again were I a little closer to this place. That taco, I don't know how this place could have taco in their name. A great American taco. Every crappy taco I had on their menu blows this out of the water. I agree, and that place was really bad. It was really bad, and they gave everybody COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Is that true? I don't know. They had to close. (laughs) They're closed. He did blame the staff, Mm, you know. Anyway, uh, yeah, Dan, I, I don't know. I still have a lot more to say. Like, yeah. Please get into it. The Ozarkian is a torta. Went back again, Dan. Got a torta. Love a torta. Yeah. I, I was like, I'm going to give this place a, a fair shot. Haven't had many I bad don't... tortas in my life. One had head meat on it, and that wasn't great, but that was mostly yeah. because of the head meat. I genuinely do not want to just bag on places. I want to find something positive to say. I'm happy that one of us did, that you liked your burrito. That's great. And Andy, I remember liking my po' boy from Bourbon and Beal pretty well, despite how bad those fries were. Well, I'd go and get that po' boy again right now. I think that review is more middling. Like yeah. it was just That place was just okay. Middling typically means bad, <laughs> yeah. whatever you're listening to this show. Yeah, well, because we're again, just nice fellas, Andy. I want... Food that is good, very yeah. good. Like, that's what you go to a restaurant to do. Nobody goes to a restaurant. I was like, yeah, I want to get something that is fine. Mm. Anyway, the Ozarkian Torta, Dan. Wow. Can you count off the number the number of ingredients for me as I go here? Please. Crispy chicken. One. 
Monterey Jack cheese. Two. Jalapenos. Three. Black beans. Four. Diced tomatillos. Five. Organic salad greens. Six. Guacamole. Seven. Lime crema. Eight. And cilantro. Nine. And guacamole, that's got multiple ingredients. It does. That alone should have a good amount of flavor going on. As you might expect, this had a lot of grain on it, and it looked really nice. It was really big, too. Mm. It's almost like a mini football. Love like a, a big Nerf torta football. On the football roll, I love that, Andy. Bun was a was a white bread roll. Looked nice, but uh, didn't have any flavor at all. Sure. I'm not thinking to surprise you or anything, Dan, but taste, again, it tasted like nothing. Mm. Uh, just astounding. All the ingredients were packed really tight inside. Like I did enjoy the, the construction and the way that yeah. it looked. Um, not a lot was falling off this thing as I ate it, and they didn't slice it in half or anything. You just had to hold, hold the whole thing in your hand, so I like that. Chicken was crispy. had a nice crunch to it, but uh, during most bites, it was obscured by all of the other stuff. There's mm. so much stuff on this. Probably took 20 bites to get through the whole thing, and I'd say three of them had enough chicken to register the flavor and texture of the chicken, and those bites tasted good, except the chicken was cold, Dan. The chicken was cold. Um, Shame. It wasn't like refrigerator cold, like the last thing, but this definitely was not fried to order. Um, I already listed off everything on the sandwich. Way too much. A few bites here and there. I picked up a little heat from the jalapenos, and, you know, a nice bit of heat yeah. on the three jalapenos that were on this, or however many. I got a little bit of avocado flavor every now and again. For the most part, this is just one big, bland, mushy flavor. With a somewhat interesting mix of textures in there. Mm. Like, there was a lot going on, but uh, nothing off-putting about this one. Just seemed like a waste of what seemed to be fairly high-quality ingredients. This one, I, I was still trying to pose this with the attitude that maybe these ingredients would have tasted good separately. But I'm kind of leaning to, like, they must just conflate fresh with bland. Like, maybe getting the freshest ingredients, maybe they don't taste good. I don't know. No you know, taste, man. Just, wait, like, a little hint of flavor. Every now and again from this thing. And it was huge. We've discussed the uh, lack of spice that you get in a region like Springfield yeah. because uh, people are trying to cater to their clientele. Typically, it's nothing more than oh. that. And uh, maybe coming from Branson, uh, you, they, they require even more blandness out there. I yeah. don't know. This dude is from Branson. Uh, not originally, but... He came up in Branson. Andy Williams probably loves those tacos. <laughs> Gums them down, no problem. Okay, Dan. He's this, dead, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> the, the Williams estate. <laughs> they'll, they'll be in touch. Yeah. <laughs> Street corn. Grilled corn on the cob. Mayo. Mm. A spice mix and cheese. That's my description. That's yeah. what should go on an elote. Street sure. corn. It's really not hard to mess up, but uh, Taco Habitat found a way. Wow. Um, I knew I was in trouble just as soon as I opened the box on this one, as opposed to the other ones, which looked good. Mm. Like, all this stuff appeared good to me. It just didn't taste good. The cob was just slathered in, like, one of those reddish-hued mayos, so slathered that you couldn't even see the uh, corn, for the most mm. part. On the edges, you could see it. Just a little bit of cotilla cheese sprinkled over the top. You know, cortilla cheese is very mild by sure. nature. You need a lot for the flavor to register. And it mostly adds like a really good uh, kind of granular texture, yeah. you know, like soft granular texture. The corn had grill marks on it, uh, which was nice when I picked it up. Wow, Dan. This this was actively bad. This was the one thing that I tried wow. that wasn't wasn't bland. It was, it was bad. Just starting with the corn, it was chewy. Mm. Like, not sure if it was overcooked or undercooked, 
but it was uh, not right. I mean, it was hard to chew it down. I think it probably was undercooked. Uh, the mayo was not spicy. Street corn is supposed to have some zip to it. You know, you get some tahini or some uh, chipotle. Some It's usually like a mix of red spices that are sprinkled over the top of not just mayo, but there's usually butter on there too. Anyway, not enough cheese or for that flavor or texture to show up. So what you're left with is just chewy corn covered in mayonnaise. Nice. Um, way too much mayonnaise. To make matters worse, they only put it on one side. So that like just the top third of this oh, yeah. had the, the elote mayo on it. Even if this had been done right and they'd have covered the whole thing, which still might have been satisfying. I mean, this was this was, this was like three fifty or something. It was an ear of corn cost like sixty five cents. Mm-hmm. The upcharge in this has got to be I mean, the, the profit margin has got to be hub enormous. Levels. Yeah. Well, Corn Hub's Elote was good. Like, their version of this tasted really good because they used a real recipe. And then just slather red mayo on it. This is like, this one was like, this one made me angry. Like, this is a good dish that it's not hard to get right. They, like, found the cheapest, grossest possible way to prepare it. Hated this, Dan. Wow. One more thing we got to talk about. Did you get any chips? I did, Andy. Okay. I just got it this morning. Didn't have a chance okay. before then. Chips are decent. Chips are fine. You've wow. had them a dozen times before at dozens of Mexican restaurants, both authentic and places like Taco Habitat, Gringo Tacos. Uh, they're ultra thin, crispy, crunchy. It's like got a real nice saltiness to them, a little oily. As far as bagged food service chips go, this style is pretty my favorite. However, no salsa. <laughs> no, no dips for the chips. No, I think if salsa existed, Damn. it could be added to things. <laughs> To provide flavor. That's that's yeah. doesn't seem to be in nope. the MO. What are we supposed to do with these things? Aren't we supposed to eat a chip? I a, mean, a tortilla chip? If you were a disgusting little monster like me, yes. Well, you, you would uh, just pound well, tortilla chips from the bag. I use the tortilla chip to sort of scoop up the detritus from that sure. taco that fell apart. Still tasted. The chip was the only thing that tasted. Had a flavor. Wow. Um, and the chips were good, though. I did like the chips. So that's not one positive thing to say about this place. Taco Habitat uh, didn't like it. Uh, really tried. Mm. Expect honestly did expect this to not be great. Did not expect it. Did not expect to not like it as much as I did not like it. That's a certified spring food mo stinker. Yeah, and then you play the toilet flushing <laughs> sound. <laughs> they're not going to be tagged in this post. Uh, for for sure, they're not. I mean, even if you do, uh, they don't. <laughs> First of all, that's five dollars in our pocket. Um, it's also a. Uh, <laughs> technical nightmare that you have to go through <laughs> explaining to them how yeah. to download the episodes but uh i i did notice college street uh commented on our they did instagram when oh maybe it wasn't maybe it was just somebody else who said college yeah street. i don't think they did i don't know i just get the previews that would have made my day i got a little conclusion part here dan uh several times we've discussed the idea of a catered work lunch like how there's an acceptable low level of quality in that situation sure it's good enough it's fine you know, you just eat it. Well, if Taco Habitat catered a work event, and I, I would eat a couple ounces of beans to tie mm. myself over to the end of the day and then pick up something else as soon as possible after school. Literally anything else. Maybe like even a can of Bush's beans. Because mm. at, at least those would have some salt in them. Yeah. Salt. yeah. I was about to say, I feel like the beans at Taco Habitat would probably suck. <laughs> yeah. There were beans on my torta. Did I even say that? I don't know. Ugh. What a I'm just, I'm so tired of eating stuff like this for the show. Yeah, <laughs> you and I have talked about this. I think I know I've talked about it with uh, 
D- Dustin, uh-huh. <laughs> I think multiple times maybe. I'm just like so tired of eating food that doesn't taste good yeah. or oh, is bland. And we're actively trying yeah. not to now. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, the Tower Club is a little exception because we got to get out there and tell the folks about all the big new restaurants. Mm-hmm. We got to warn our special Tower Club listeners against wasting their money yeah. on a, on some bland tacos because, Andy, if there's one thing Springfield's got, it's really, really good tacos. It's wild. So how many, many good places. Tasty yeah. tacos we have here in town. Yeah. In in all different varieties. It's mm-hmm. it's crazy, Andy. We do have a potentially something really cool for our next Tower Club episode. We had a place that we're not I don't want to reveal the place mm-hmm. yet, Dan, but they did reach out to us. Uh, we had a place that we gave a pool review that has since changed hands and revamped their menu that wants oh, us to come wow. back. You know, I didn't have so, the full context for that. that yeah. That's really cool. I, I knew that somebody had reached out offering us some sure. some of their new menu items, uh, hopefully at no I, cost. I don't know yet. I accepted that offer and have not yet heard back. I suspect the new owners might have gone and listened to the old episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, just be crossing your fingers extra I mean, hard on that one. You can pretty much, I mean, if you remember stuff from the show at all, you can pretty much deduce which place this is if you know a business. We've given like five genuinely bad reviews. Yeah. yeah. And only one of them has changed hands or still open. Yeah. One of so. them rhymes with Publin's Das. <laughs> and that's the one it is. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, should we do a quick preheat? Before we get into yeah. what we've been eating with our sure. eyes and ears and close this bad boy mm-hmm. out, it's been a good one. Yeah. Preheat Andy, the uh, famous new spring food Mo Tower Club segment uh-huh. that everybody just loves and they tweet about it and Instagram. And I, I think I saw I, it was so cute. I think one of our Tower Club listeners uh, dressed their kids up as Halloween <laughs> for Halloween as the preheat. <laughs> And it was it, it just warms my heart to see folks embracing the preheat like they do. Um, I have not had the restaurant yet, so <laughs> I'll, I'll let you go ahead and give your one-word analysis mm. of uh, mm. the restaurant we're going to be covering next week for Fan Simber, the initials of which are A-E, mm-hmm. and I'll let fa- folks figure it out yeah. from there. And it might actually be challenging. I don't know. Cherry. It's my one-word description. Wow. I couldn't begin to know what that means. Yep. I'm really excited to try them. I'm going to have to pack in a, a, a couple meals here in the next few days. I, I just haven't hey, had the chance yet. It's good stuff. Oh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm excited. excited. I'm yeah. excited to have good restaurants. For, you to go. for uh, um, Dan Simber, I, I'm excited about the place on the docket for the week after that. Uh, I'm excited I, to meet our guest. Oh, me too. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm very excited to listen uh, to meet next week's guest uh, now, and uh, meet a we, few other guests who we've yet to meet. Have we met this person before? Andy. <laughs> At a show, I perhaps. think we might have. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's, it's uh, let's, how, how do we do this? Like, uh, oh, nice to see you. Oh, I've, I'm, you know, because I'm, then it's like, I suspect we could just um, <laughs> assume this person listened to this. <laughs> yeah, no, I think they are, and I, I do think that we met them at a live show. That yeah. it's Fan Simber. Only the biggest fans get on the show for Fan Simber, mm-hmm. and even if a couple of them I confirm can confirm didn't see us at either of the live shows. Yeah, uh, they're the they're the biggest guests there are, Andy. Yeah. They're the biggest guests there are, Andy. 
the preheat segment's now over. Everybody loved it. I'm sure you laid the theme in earlier, as you're wont to do in these. Uh, oh, that's right. I do have to episodes. do that. That's right. You're the one who said it was the theme now. I would have just <laughs> done a bit one again, but that, that's your own doing. Andy, I want you to get into what you've been eating with your eyes, and then we're going to do a little joint what we've been eating with our ears segment. Okay. Why don't you get into it, Andy? Yeah. What have um, those eyes been munching on? I watched the show everybody else has been watching, Dan. Mm. I watched The Queen's Gambit. Oh, yeah. I didn't watch that. It's really good. I kind of expected um, to think it was okay. Yeah. I think it was fine. Uh, Flame and Hot Cheeto watched it, and uh, so I decided to watch it to have something to talk about. Sure. Not that we lack for things to talk about. Yeah. Just things she was into, you know? And uh, it really knocked me out, Dan. It's an exceptionally well-told story. Really? And uh, it, it kind of plays like a sports movie. Like, it sort of turns chess into uh, Rocky, like a Rocky movie, if Rocky movies weren't campy at all. Sure. Like, there's montages set to music that are, that are chess-based, and they're very exciting. It just has a lot of great, really interesting characters. That sounds good. You know, I, come to think of it, I haven't, I, I thought it kind of looked corny. It was about chess, yeah. but whatever. I like ch- searching for Bobby Fischer a lot. Love mm-hmm. that movie. Uh, but I haven't seen anybody on Twitter dunking on it necessarily. They seem to be enjoying it or at least watching it earnestly, which is also a, a always a fairly good sign, I think. Yeah, I got one episode left. I mean, it's the kind of thing where I've been trying you know, to go to bed at a decent time, but like... The, the, the first time I put it on, Dan, I fell asleep after 13 minutes because I was very tired. And it sure. was like 9.30. Next time I put it on, I expected the same thing to happen. It's like I need to lull myself to sleep. And that was also like nine o'clock when I put it on. Mm-hmm. I watched three episodes straight. Wow. I was like ready to watch another one, but I was like, it is midnight. And I have to go to bed because I gotta teach children how to do stuff tomorrow. Bummer. Look, I'm working from home this week <laughs> because the school district didn't want my sniffly nose no. in the building. Finally showed them by actually <laughs> getting sick. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Uh, I've worked so hard and I have to go and yeah. like they just will not let me nope. work from home even though I can do it better and more efficiently from yeah. there. And they had to buy the equipment. That yeah. You already yeah. Had they paid $600 yeah. to buy sure. me monitors so I could work. It's whatever. Mm. Insane. <laughs> uh, I ranted about this already on the yeah. show. No, it's, it's been infuriating. Yeah. Um, but the moment I get a runny nose, got to stay home. Anyway, I was able to sleep a full seven and a half hours and get up and teach kids at sure. 30, whatever. So I did stay up very late. But anyway, uh, Queen's Gambit. I got one episode to watch left tonight because I watched three one night, three the next night. It's night three, baby. The only thing between me and that is, is you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope you enjoy it, Andy. I'll have to check that out. We finished Lovecraft Country. Um, unsubscribed from HBO Max. There's just nothing on there for us anymore. Uh, we we're. I think we were actually just subscribed to finish uh, uh I'll be gone in the dark. That uh, yeah, uh, uh, true crime documentary, which I thought was pretty great. <laughs> and, uh, I brought up my stuff for the next segment oh, a little too soon, Andy. Uh, yeah, we 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 finished Lovecraft Country. That that show really goes off the rails since uh, the last time I talked about it. We, we discussed it a little bit off yeah. mic. Um, truly, one of the craziest shows I've ever seen. Not sure if I like it or not. Um, you know, it is it is nice to see uh, just a. Uh, bunch of black folks ever able to do uh, sci-fi and uh, have tell their own stories, even though it is based on a book written by a white dude. Uh, the racist white dude. Uh, no, it's not based oh, on no, a Lovecraft book. It's based, book. Lovecraft? It's okay, based on mind. another book Got written it. by a Got white it. It. dude that litigates 
Lovecraft being so racist. Mm-hmm. So it's it's all a thing. The show is insane. It, it truly has some of the craziest stuff I've ever seen on TV. I'm not, that's not a recommendation, yeah. though, truly. I, I think I'm going to walk back my recommendation from a couple weeks ago, although I did have a pretty good time. And uh, about to finish up Fargo, Andy. Mm. Episode 11 is out now. We're putting it off. We don't know if it's the last one or if there's one more. All the other seasons have only gone to 10. Yeah, I was just say. Loving 11? this season so much. Yeah, uh, it probably is going to go to 12 uh, to, just for damnness. it didn't hook me. Oh, yeah. I watched episode one and like felt like I was watching... A diorama or something. Really? I was so hooked by episode one. Huh. Just like pulled in so hard. I've had to, I've almost rewatched episodes of huh. this season just uh, to relive them. It's given me the itch to uh, just go back to the beginning of uh, Fargo. Some of the best television yeah. of the 2000s. Uh, season two is one of my, one of my all-time favorite really, seasons really of TV. Good. Yeah. 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 I, I'll get back to it. Th- this current season is truly, it's, it's a very... Uh, the bar is set so high with Fargo that I don't know it's necessarily clearing it, but it, it's its own story and it's really good. Andy, what have we been eating with our eyes and ears? We were just doing that. You're talking about our ears specifically? Just now? our ears, I mean. Well, I thought we'd get into our, uh, well, we both had the idea independently to get into our Spotify 2020 wrapped uh, presentations today. Wow. Because they're both uh, prolific Spotify users. Sure are. Though me, less this this year than ever. Like I feel like I've just spent less time listening. Part of it was because earlier in the year, I was making music more than listening to music. And then later in the year, just had had a lot going on. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've listened, I listen to music now way less than I did when I was younger because I just have so much more work to do. But uh, anyway, how should we start? How should we go about this? Well, Andy... I say we just go through the slides on each of ours, pull them up. uh, I've got plenty to say about mine. This is my first year using Spotify Mm. without my girlfriend using the same account. We signed up for the uh, double account, which is just a couple dollars more. Trial separation. Yeah, yeah, we we, uh, signed. (laughs) Yeah, she took me down to the courthouse. We signed some papers. I don't know what that was all about. Apparently, it's splitting our Spotify accounts up. So this was the first year that my Spotify end of year wrap up was not going to be dominated by her listening to the same cocktail sure. twin songs over <laughs> and over again. She, I mean, she listens to, I would say probably more music than I do, but it is the same artists sure, yeah. over and over. So especially whenever it comes to the year end wrap up, it gets, it's pretty much just her information. Hmm. But uh, this year it got screwed up in its own special way. Andy. Yeah. Let's start you off with a win, is how this bad well, boy starts. I uh, The first thing that comes up is how many new artists you discovered. Sure does. How many new this artists did you discover obviously this year, obviously a competition. Uh-huh. Um, oh, it is. Yeah. Keep in mind that you are, that we're separated, but I'm old. <laughs> I'm older. You, yeah. yeah, you are older. I'm older, less time. Uh-huh. Uh, 389 new artists, Dan. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little over one a day for the year, but uh, pretty impressive until you hear a uh, six fifty two like your boy Dan. <laughs> Honestly, over here. lower than I thought it was going to be. Mm. Six five two, Andy. Genre lust. Ooh, boy, Andy. Who says you have to go outside to explore? How many different genres did you listen to this year? Now, keep in mind these are Spotify defined genres. Uh, there's really only like two or three genres of music at all, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think 
uh, downwards of 20 mm-hmm. <laughs> tops. Uh, <laughs> mine is like 393. Yeah, mine's 441, including 244 new ones. Yeah, that's bizarre. New genres that uh, I think they're new because Spotify made them yeah. up this year. <laughs> My top genres, which I hate. Uh-huh. I hate this. Number one, indie rock. Two, rock. Wow. Three, hip-hop. Four, indie punk. Number five, stick a shovel straight into my throat, Dan. It's indie folk. Something I thought I w- indie rock was bad yeah. at number one. Something I would tell you that is a genre I actively dislike, indie folk, uh-huh. is apparently my top five, hey. my fifth most listened to. I don't, even, I don't identify as an indie rock fan. Indie punk and hip-hop mm-hmm. are kind of the only ones on here that I really... Uh, I would say you're an indie rock fan. Kind of. Okay, we don't need. I don't need. I don't even. I I wouldn't stigmatize. I told you my my story about being in the MRI and having them put it on an indie rock station and realizing Mm. I hated eighty percent of what came on. Like really didn't like. Yeah. All right. Next section. Well, my number one, Andy, was alternative rock. Number two, art pop. Number three, rock. Number four, we shared that. We do. Number four, alternative hip hop. Number five, noise rock. Hey, that uh, sounds that sounds good. That's that d- like and it decent. sounds yeah. It sounds pretty much like me. The art pop was a little strange, but you know if I if I venture into poppier sounds, they are uh, typically a little uh, artsier. Mm-hmm. But Andy, whenever I used to use just iTunes religiously and uh, LimeWire and Kazaa all my music, I I was so anal about getting the right name of the song and the album covers from Wikipedia. I spent hundreds of hours doing this, but I would always delete the genre from the iTunes uh, (laughs) description. I I just, I don't, I don't care for it. I I don't even, I'm not even being, it doesn't matter smug and being like, there's no genres to music. I just don't care to, uh, I don't. I don't care to. Yeah, to, to I gotcha. Pay attention to all of it. What was the one song that helped you get through it all, Andy? I mean, the song. Apparently, the song I listened to the most was the song "Crash" by Against Me, which I put on our, our one of our mixes. Yeah. I think our summer mix. Yeah, a good amount of mine are also summer mix yeah. songs because you end up listening to those over and over again. Mm-hmm. I get it. My first stream of it was on March tenth, mm-hmm. and. Uh, the day with the most streams was March 11th, the next day, because that was the first time I listened to that album. The 25th time I listened to it was on May 27th, so I feel like I didn't listen to it that much. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, it was less than once a day for mm-hmm. two or three months there. Yeah. Anyway, it's a great song. My one song that helped me get it through through uh, 2020, Andy, of course, was uh, the song Two by Zaloopers, uh, a song I've never ever heard once in my life maybe <laughs> once i am familiar with the loopers i've uh, what? seen him a few times opening for danny brown he's a part of the bruiser brigade uh young uh up-and-coming detroit rapper andy yeah this so it gives me the story of 2020 with the song two first stream august 2nd sorry i keep skipping past it okay First stream, August 2nd, Andy. Mm -hmm. Day with the most streams, August 3rd. I don't know what's going on in August. My 100th stream of the song. So you got to 25 with your most yeah, streams. Yeah. My 100th streamed was also on August 3rd. Oh, so, so it you played, left it yeah. on repeat somewhere. I, it must have. I truly, like, I 
I don't care for Zalooper's music. I yeah. I do know who he is, and <laughs> I, I guess admire oh. him as an artist. He's definitely going to be your top artist then. Total streams. <laughs> 425. <laughs> so yeah, uh, the one year that my girlfriend was not using my Spotify account, just totally blown out of proportion <laughs> by a few day period where apparently the Zalooper song two was on repeat. So that's bizarre. Uh, yeah, I, I was a little perturbed by yeah. it, but also this whole thing is uh, <laughs> this guy uh, loves the loopers. He really does. And you know what? I'm glad that Zaloopers has a uh, um, 425 tenths of a cent in his pocket. Because in of 2017, me. I had a playlist with uh, three songs on it, mm-hmm. one of which we use as the outro for our mainline show <laughs> right <laughs> now. Uh, it was on Inauguration Day in January. I just played the same songs for 24 hours Absolutely. straight uh-huh. and those three well i'll just say uh, i was both versions of my president is black <laughs> uh the gz version and the remix that has jay-z on uh-huh. it and ftt <laughs> and uh those were my top three songs of that year and i couldn't have been more happy about yeah. it that's also happened to me in years past where my top songs have been the first tracks of albums that i've tried to get into yeah. but actively do not like uh-huh. it'll just be like the your most streamed artist was like Way's blood and Way's blood is great as she is. I just tried to just listen to her it. album yeah. a lot and it wasn't like clicking right. with me. Top five songs. Number one, Crash from by Against Me. Number two, Fire by Waxahachie. Did I use that one in a? I don't think I did. Uh, Train in Vain, which I definitely used in a mix. Uh-huh. And I yep. like that was in there. I like fell in love with that song because I watched an Against Me cover of it on YouTube for whatever reason. Hmm. I don't even watch YouTube, but whatever reason that it just popped up as a recommendation. Uh, if you can't do it good, do it hard, which mm-hmm. I definitely put as an against all logic songs is definitely in a playlist and endless by Pine Grove, which is also in a playlist. Yep. Yeah, no, it's a lot of playlist so. stuff. Uh, mine, the top five, number one, of course, two by Zaloopers. Uh, number two, we're only in it for the drugs. Number one by Aba Gron. Another song I have never heard even once in my life, Andy. What? Uh, you, you know, at one point, my Spotify account was hacked, and I found mm. it uh, late in the middle of the night playing yeah. songs from artists I had never heard of. Uh, so I, I'm not sure if it was something to do with that. I, I don't know if the dates line up. Number three, Vault by Marnie Stern, which did make it onto that playlist uh, earlier this year. Number five, skipping four, it was Low by Young Fathers, also yeah. on that playlist. And number four, my actual probably most streamed song of the year, I guess behind the Marnie Stern one, Boris Godunov from uh, More Jewelry. Uh, do, oh, my yeah. absolute favorite song of the year, the yeah. song of 2020 that I have just had on repeat over sure. and over I again. Sure, I listen to that I album that song. you listening yep. to it. Uh, uh, really fantastic album. That song in particular could be a Nirvana song. Like it, It's uh, just such a fantastic song. Where else does this thing go, Andy? I listened to 911 artists this year. Wow. But my top ones this year were number one, Against Me, number two, Idols, which I've talked to, talked about before. Against Me is number one because I, I read her book mm-hmm. and just listened to them constantly during that time. Now, you you didn't get any podcast stats on your Spotify. I don't use, you? Po- I you don't don't use it, it yeah, yeah, for I mean, podcasts because it's, it's a garbage podcast app. It is. It's yeah. no good. Mine, of course, is last uh, podcast on the left because that's the only place that it's right. available. But that's what would come before your artists if you were uh, listening to any podcasts on there. Number four uh, was Phoebe Bridgers. I love, love Phoebe Bridgers. Wow. Uh, number five, Tiger's Jaw. 
And number three, Dan, my own band. Which <laughs> <laughs> is weird because that's not even where I listen to the album. Yeah. I mean, I would I listen to you my mostly own files because they're hi-fi. Yeah. <laughs> that is some wild stuff there. Uh, yeah. See, I'm just trying to find who I listen to the most this year, Andy. Uh, besides the loopers, of course. Oh, uh, let's see. Yep, loopers, top artists. Really love to see that. I listened to 1,128 artists this year, Andy. Um, and I'm assuming only some of those were while my account was hacked. Uh, number one, the loopers, and then my two through four, which are actually indicative of the music I listened to this year. The Fall. Mm. Stereo Lab, Ice Age, and Car Seat Headrest. Nice. Pretty happy with oh, that. Yeah. I man, I listened to that Car Seat Headrest album so much earlier this year, and the then new I one? went. Yeah, I li- listened to the new one a ton, yeah. and then I went back and listened to the one before that, and the ones before mm-hmm. that. Teens of Denial. That one. One rules. of the best albums of the 2010s. That was awesome. Oh my goodness! I didn't even Just, like that new one that much. I I you know I haven't gone back to it a whole lot, but uh, I still definitely think. Whenever I do end up putting my year-end playlist together, that uh, headlines hostile is probably going to be just right there behind that more jewelry song. Just I, I really love that song. Sweet. Maybe we should put those up on the Spring Food Instagram. At oh, some we point. definitely should. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, and the Twitter. Well, that was fun. Sure was, Andy. <laughs> just reading some content people could find for well, free. You know, it, it was content people could find for free, but. Everybody's been looking at yeah. these year-end wrap-up things, and it, everybody's having a good time with them on Twitter, and I'm glad to share ours with the folks who matter most, the Tower Club subscribers, Andy. Yeah, man. We love you, Tower we love Club. You so much. Don't leave us. Please don't no, leave us. seriously, don't, especially you, Zach. <laughs> you contribute too much for it to go. <laughs> Spring Food Media.